Magandang araw, podmates! Howie Severino muli na nagpapaalala na nakakatalino ang mahabang attention span. At nakakatalino ang makinig sa ating panauhin ngayon si Dr. Ivan Enares, matagal ng Heritage Advocate, UP Professor at ngayon ay Secretary General ng UNESCO National Commission of the Philippines. Magandang araw sa iyo, Dr. Enares. Magandang araw sa iyo, Howie, at magandang araw sa lahat ng iyong uh, nagpapakinig. Thank you for joining us. No, uh, just want to inform our audience, kasalukuyan kang nasa Paris, no? isang uh, heritage capital ng mundo. Uh, yes, we are here to attend the UNESCO Executive Board meetings. The Philippines is one of the 58 countries uh, that is part of the board. So um, we are here as support staff for our uh, permanent delegation. Okay, I'll ask you a little later about that mission and about being in Paris, no? Uh, dahil uh, maraming... Uh, uh, treasures na mga gusali rin dyan, ano? But uh, meanwhile, may malungkot na nangyari sa Maynila. No? Uh, kasusunog lang ng Manila Post Office, isa sa pinakakilalang landmark. Hindi lang sa Maynila, pero maaring sa buong bansa. No? A heritage treasure, an important cultural property that's an official designation by the government. Ang tanong ko, unang tanong ko, Ivan, no? anong naramdaman at uh, naisip mo nung nalaman mong nasusunog ang Manila Post Office? Siyempre, uh, napakalungkot. No? Um, we've had that post office since the pre-war period. Uh, the structure itself, the frame, uh, the, uh, the structure survived the war. No? Uh, it was reconstructed after the war kasi that was bombed. No? Uh, so it's one of the remaining um, uh, landmarks really of the Philippines from, from, from that period. And uh, um, it has uh, a lot of uh, of course you know it was uh, designed by uh, Juan Arellano one of our more prominent architects during that time and uh, um it it's really a landmark of our manila civic district no uh, and uh, we we've had so many um, um iconic photos of of the uh, post office because of its location especially by the Pasig River uh, from various periods even up to today so uh, this is definitely a very important building to to the Philippines. It's a national cultural treasure, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, marami sa atin, Ivan, no, na, na, may, na may personal experience mismo dyan sa, sa Manila Post Office because uh, you don't have to deliberately go to it para makita siya, no? hindi katulad ng ibang building. Kasi uh, maraming daanan sa Manila, makikita mo yan eh. Kasi it stands alone, iba, right next to the river. And I understand, dun talaga yung ginawang location ng uh, Manila Post Office para may access sa maraming uh, direksyon ano, ng Manila right on the river para madali yung uh, river transport ng, ng mail. No? So, ang daming iconic uh, picture. So, it, it's probably one of the most famous and most visible and recognizable landmarks uh, in the Philippines. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's, it's uh, one of the most recognizable and uh, the location is really, you know, um, very, you know, it was well selected as part of the Burnham plan. Um, so it is, it is one of our most iconic buildings in the Philippines. Now, banggit mo that it survived uh, World War II, but it was also bombed. No, it was, uh, yes. it was heavily yes. damaged. In fact, I, adamik kasi lumalabas ngayon tungkol sa Manila Post Office. No, so I saw a photo of what it looked like, you know, uh, right after World War II. And to be honest, it looks like the way it looks now. 
no? Yeah, uh, it was parang it was gutted, an empty no? shell, Howie. Oh, it oh, wasn't it was, it was gutted. gutted, it was an empty shell. Uh but they reconstructed it uh uh back to the plans of ano Ariliano, no? So I mean, you know, you know, after the war, we were given reconstruction money. Unfortunately, many of the buildings were not reconstructed. The Philippine government at the time uh, opted to build uh, new structures elsewhere, whereas in Europe, uh, like here in uh, uh, the the war damaged areas of Europe, they reconstructed the buildings like like they were before. No, in particular, Warsaw is a good example of that. No. Um, they they reconstructed the old city despite all the damage. Unfortunately for us, we did not reconstruct in Tramuros. No, uh, we did not reconstruct uh, all these other places. But uh, uh, but at least the post office was one of those buildings that got reconstructed after the war. So it gives us hope, no? Because, uh, uh, daming nalulungkot nga dahil yung nga it's it's so visible. It's it's very much a part of our experience with. With Manila, and then to see it in this way, you know, so it's there's kind of a collective, uh, very kind of uh, sadness about about this, you no. Know? But uh, now that you say that, you know, na ibalik din itong uh, uh, yung dating uh, ganda niya from the World War II uh, gutting of it, uh, gives us hope na na may ibabalik, no. I mean, gut when it comes to fires, they're very unfortunate. Uh, we all know about. Here in Paris, the Notre Dame is being restored after the big fire. Uh, Windsor uh, Castle in the UK uh, is also, also restored after the fire. So, I mean, these things happen. Um, we, Of course, there you can't return, for example, the, the treasures or artworks or artifacts that, uh, you, that were lost inside. But uh, with modern technology, these things can still be reconstructed, no? Uh, especially if you have uh, the original plans and especially since we have a lot of photos of the post office. So again, uh, you know, it, it's really unfortunate that the fire happened. Uh, but uh, but you, you meant you, but it's, uh, no, no, it's not an automatic decision, of course, to rebuild structures that were gutted. Katulad ng sinabi mo, there are many other buildings that were destroyed during World War II and have been destroyed since that were not Reconstructed that were not restored, no. Napalitan na din na alam mo as a heritage advocate, that's the big struggle, no, to save to save uh, uh, built structures that are valuable from being demolished and replaced by you know uh, malls and uh, condo buildings. And so, what 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 certainty or guarantee do we have, if any, na maibabalik yung yung post office sa dante? I mean, uh, are there forces at work that would want this? Level demolished and replaced by a, you know a nice twenty-story high-rise condominium building with beautiful views of the past. I don't think I don't think I don't think the demolition is going to happen. No, I don't think the Philippine government is going to allow that. Number one, uh, the building is government property. Number two, um, the uh, the structure is a national cultural treasure. So, the National Commission for Culture and the Arts has. Uh, the right of first refusal to purchase any national cultural treasure. That's what happened for the Met. Uh, the um, city of Manila Metropolitan was trying to purchase ano, Opera uh, House. The Metropolitan Theater. Sa Manila din. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Metropolitan Theater, that's what happened. The NCCA um, used its right of first refusal to purchase the property. So um, the NCCA can match the price. 
so um I don't think it's gonna be demolished. No one's gonna allow that to happen. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's and, reassuring. Yeah. We, you, I, I, I think, I think our senators will not allow that to happen. It, it's, uh, it's uh, going to be a national travesty if we, if we lose this structure. It's a very iconic structure. It's very important to the city. So let's not talk about demolition. That's not going to happen um, because there are a lot of. Um, um, People you know, who are, who will really be um, watching over over this building. Um, it's a question of what the what will what the future use will be, because um, there are of course uh, proposals for uh, for it to be transferred to uh, government cultural agencies because the Metropolitan Theater is already with the NCCA. So I think the National Museum is interested to. To um to take over the the post office, and uh, now that this happened, uh, it's an opportune time to really rethink um all the plans. Uh, it's it's really you know it's really interesting if we can actually um do a holistic uh discussion about Manila Civic uh, uh center. No. It shouldn't just be the post office. It should be the entire area that we should be talking about already. No. Yeah, I'll ask you about the you know the overall picture of Manila. No, but before we go there, uh, may mga gusto ko lang itanong tungkol dito sa Manila post office. And the reason why there's some concerns about its future is because parang di pa malinaw kung paakit na sunog. No, I mean, uh, I don't know if you have any information to add no and then kasi kung kung hindi pa malinaw and it uh, ang ngayon ay medyo misterioso pa you can't help uh, that there are there's you know there are rumors uh, filling the vacuum of information kasi nangyari daw to nagumpisa raw sa basement in the kind of uh, you know in off hours and uh, uh hanggang ngayon hindi, hindi nga malinaw no so of course um there not just concerns but even suspicions no and in fact um uh, there's a group called the Manilenios for Heritage. Merong silang Facebook page, and then they they're calling on advocates, no advocate heritage advocates like yourself and other you know concerned citizens to express a strong statement. I'm quoting now from their from their own statement. They're calling on on concerned citizens to express a strong statement against private individuals and entities with self-interest which have a malicious intention to take over the Manila Post Office property. Now, uh, kayo, uh, matagal na kayo sa heritage sector. Do you know of any private individuals and entities with this so-called self-interest which may have a malicious intent to take over the Manila Post Office property? May, alam, may awareness ba tayo dyan? When, when, I saw, when the fire happened, I saw these posts and it's the first time I'm hearing it. Uh, but uh, you know what, Howie? Um... Again, no, the NCCA has the right of first refusal for the property. So, if if this this the 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 insinuations are true, nakapanghihinayang kasi hindi naman mapupunta dun sa private individuals itong property na ito, no? Uh, it it uh, the NCCA will definitely exert its uh right of first refusal to get this property if it was for sale, no? Um, I, I, I don't, and that's, that's the sad part. Um, if I, I'm, I'm hoping it's not true. Um, but, uh, you know, um, if it were, it was a waste really of the building because, uh, there was no way that the private, uh, individual or private, uh, company would be able to get, uh, 
post office, given that there were already discussions um, for um, the transfer of the building, informal discussions, no, uh, for the transfer of the building to government cultural agencies. So um, it's 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 sad if uh, we still in this day and age we still have people thinking about arson just so that you know they can gut the interior of the property and um, have a clean slate. Uh, because we've had, we, there's a hotel in Manila that butted the interior of uh, one of our historical landmarks, and uh, you know, if, if 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 people think that in this day and age it's still possible, oh, good lord, it's uh, uh, it's it's sad, no. But uh, yes, we need a strong statement um, about um, um, investigating the fire, how it happened on the weekend, and how it happened. Uh, um, um, during off uh, outside office hours, no, from from the basement, um, uh, we really need to look into um, also our um, how do I say this our uh, capacity as a country really to to fight fires also, especially for historic buildings like this. I mean, I'm not saying that it's uh, kulang. I'm mean, if if Paris lost the Notre Dame Cathedral. Um, and it's a very, uh, it's a very, um, um, it's a modern country, <laughs> very modern country. With state, yeah, with all, yeah, state with of the art, siguro yung firefighting equipment nila <laughs> Yeah, state of the art yung kanilang firefighting equipment, no? So I'm, I'm, it's, 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 it's our, our investigation is not to find blame, but to find answers, um, so that, uh, we can, um, really prevent, uh, these things from happening again in the future. So, but uh, it, as I mentioned earlier, it really requires a holistic approach. We really need to start uh, inventorying all these structures. Um, do do um, hazard. Um, how do I say this? Um, hazard prevention uh, for all our historic buildings. Uh, as you know, these buildings are very old. Uh, they don't have the necessary um, maybe sprinkler systems or you know what have you for. For fire, so we really need to look at um, at uh, all this. But you know, um, I, I know I I know why people are concerned because um, um, those with malicious intent usually like burning our old buildings so that there's really nothing we can do. No, uh, look at uh, there are there's a there's a there are, there have been previous incidents of fires uh, like in historic buildings such as. Uh, the PNB building in Escolta no, that uh, got burned, and of course the city of Manila decided to demolish it. No, so it's a uh, no. It's um. So my precedent, uh, and maybe that's why it's also understandable yeah, why people I, I would, mean, I'm not, I'm would not, have suspicions. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh. Uh, I'm not uh, surprised why there are uh, there are um, discussions uh, like that. No, because we've had previous incidents where uh, fire. Uh, would hit a building that uh, people are trying to protect, no, uh, and uh, and of course there is uh, there is talk of uh, other of uh, you know how do I say it's businessmen or investors wanting to get the property but couldn't get their hands on it because uh, uh, people are uh, vigilant, no, uh, to to protect, no, but uh, in particular for the post office, I don't think that. Uh, uh, people will be able to get their hands on that, especially since um, 
Um, it's a very important landmark in the city. I, I I know there have been proposals to make it look like the Fullerton in Singapore because Singapore's post office was converted into the Fullerton Hotel. Um, but uh, I think a landmark like uh, the post office should be used for for something else, no? Um, something that uh, the public can use and not just a few individuals who have the money to pay for uh the restaurant or uh, accommodation at the at the at the hotel no? um it should be something that the public can access no because it's a very important landmark of the city i think i think that the entire civic area should be should be a um, should be a, really a, a landmark that people that there's public access because you have result park you have the national museum complex uh now you have the metropolitan theater you have the walls of intramuros um, around that area, no. So the only buildings that uh, that uh, are, are uh, left actually are that that post office and Manila City Hall. Who knows? Maybe in the future, Manila City Hall can find the. I know. I know Manila is tight. You know, we can, maybe we can convert that building into something else, and Manila City Hall can build a high rise um, somewhere here, somewhere else, and you know, decongest. Uh, that civic center. So they, 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 these are just thoughts. I know. I know the city hall is very tight right now. Maybe they can find uh, uh, another property that uh, can be, you know, that can be, you know, we can we can do a vertical construction of a new city hall. Yeah. But you know, these are just thoughts. No? But the the again, the the fire, the fire, um, while tragic, also gives us the opportunity to rethink our plans for the area. Yeah. And to think about maybe there are some new options then for the future. No? Kasi na, yun nga, nabanggit mo yung Fullerton Hotel sa Singapore that converted, uh, that was a converted uh, post office na colonial uh, era din. Ano? So pa, people are looking, that, uh, looking at that as a as an example of what could be done with a Manila post office. But uh, uh, you just, you know, you just uh, mentioned that uh, there's another uh, maybe even better alternative, which is to to keep it a public space, to keep it a public um, uh, building where where you don't have to pay, you know, <laughs> exorbitant yeah, prices it's... for a drink, uh, etc. No, and it's it becomes a, an an elite access kind of uh, institution. You know? so, uh, but but of course the the advantage of you know turning it over to a private developer and you know with a promise of retaining its you know, colonial flavor and the architecture and all of that is because, you know, private developers will invest capital and money to protect it and maybe will have the money or means to install, you know, state-of-the-art uh, fire prevention um, equipment so it doesn't happen again, no? But uh, but we, we've had examples in the Philippines of colonial structures that have been converted uh, to... Newer uses, right? Without without turning it over to private developers. Yes, uh, definitely. The National Museum uh, buildings are an example of adaptive reuse. These are, uh, um, I mean, the main the main building of the National Museum used to be our legislative building where the Senate and the House used to be. Uh, the other the the other two buildings were also offices of the government. So, um, you know, adaptive reuse uh, has been very successful in the government side, which is why. I'm confident that if the National Museum is uh, finally given um, 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 ownership of the property, they would they would be able to do something really good to it. Um, I, I you know it can it can be a, an arts and culture hub. It can be 
um a a center for creative industries no um we can have little museums there we can have galleries that people can visit and uh, mind you the national museum is free we don't have to buy an expensive drink to enter. We don't have to. We don't have to book an expensive hotel room to be able to see what's inside. No, so uh, definitely, um, this post office building has to be accessible and remain accessible to the public because this is this is something that all Filipinos should be able to enjoy and not just a few, um, you know, elite. Uh, rich, uh, you know, individuals who can afford, you know, these expensive drinks. It should be accessible to the general public. Well, you know, the the National Museum has been widely praised as a, a an excellent example of you know adapted use, something that was uh, converted from uh, you know an old building into a structure that's still uh, very accessible to the public. Sabi mo nga, you know, it's a museum that's free. You know, <laughs> there are, just a Paris, ang, ang mahal ng entrance fee ng mga raming oh, museums yes. dyan, no? Pero yung, yes, yung National yes. Museum natin, libre, no? So, uh, and it's it's very, even the interiors, no? Uh, in other words, magagawa naman natin sa Pilipinas, no? And then you also mentioned the Metropolitan Theater that I, I know there was a struggle over that for a while, no? Na matagal din naka- Naka-tenga yan, no? Uh, I, kasi it's also very visible, no? Nadadaanan yan ng papunta sa uh, Espanya, no? From Manila. And um, talagang uh, it was in a decrepit uh, condition for, for over a decade, no? Pero yun, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it was uh, rehabilitated as well. So in other words, uh, for some, someone like yourself who has been paying attention to these developments, what, is, what would it take for the Manila Post Office to have a better future well uh first no, uh, we need to really um start discussions on what we plan to do with the area as a whole um and i'm talking about the manila civic center uh which includes the post office the metropolitan theater liwasang bonifacio arosel's forest park uh mayhan gardens that's another sore thumb uh which uh we need to fix that used to be our botanical garden but you know naman tinayuan siya ng park and ride facility and then marami na mga buildings that itinayo uh, manila city hall the national museum complex and of course uh, rizal park no? um and then of course the you know, the the structure uh sorry intramuros the walls of intramuros are also in that area no? so uh we need to talk about ano nga ba yung plano natin there uh, how are we going to um you know redesign or re re you know re, rethink what the the area should be for the filipino public and i have to stress this it should be for the filipino public it shouldn't be for um a small few who could afford drinks at an expensive hotel no um we need to rethink what to do with all the public open spaces no um i think that uh the paulo alcazarin proposal of removing all those flyovers um, in front of the Metropolitan Theater and the post office is really something we should uh, consider uh, because uh, this this used to be an open public open space. This used to be a park um, that people can actually um, enjoy. That's a pretty controversial um, proposal, no? I mean, um, no matter how attractive it would be to heritage advocates, because for a lot of people, you know, the the public, the commuting public. Yung paggawa ng mga flyover na yan, yung mga ganyang classing infrastructure, it's considered an improvement, no? Kasi 
uh, you create space for motor vehicles. Uh, I'm talking about the ordinary commuter and uh, you know uh, citizen. You know? So, um, but you're saying that gibain natin yan, no? What's considered an improvement and go back to the former. Because uh, how will you deal howie, with howie. the traffic? Yeah. Yeah, think about it this way. Uh, you're talking about improvements, but it's actually improvement for private vehicles, no? Uh, and please, when we when we construct roads, it's not a it's not an improvement for the commuter. It's an improvement for a private vehicle, no? Um, I think we should be focusing our efforts on improving our public transport system. I I, I love Paris. You can commute anywhere. You can take a train anywhere. Uh, but in Manila, you cannot get around unless you know the jeepney system, or uh, and and uh, you can't wear a suit uh, in a in a jeep, no. Uh, but uh, I I I I really I really love it when I can uh, go to the Metropolitan Theater and take public transportation in my in my barong. That would be that would be an amazing thought, no. So again, no, um, we have to change that uh, mindset that. Roads are are for the are are the, what's best for the public. My goodness, Manila is the densest city in the world. Okay, and if if we are going to focus on roads, we won't have anything left. Everyone's just going to be constructing roads on top of each other. We should be focusing on public transport, a tram system, a, an underground um, train system. In Manila, I, I, I think these are things that we should be talking about. So this flyover thing, it's not an improvement. It needs to be removed um, because we need to change the paradigm. We need to change the mindset of people uh, about what is an improvement. And I think the improvement that we should be looking towards is public transportation, not not private cars. Okay? It's public transportation. So... Um, that's why I'm saying that we uh, really have to look at it in a holistic um, way. Um, we need to we need to um, really talk about how this district should look like. And we're we're not saying uh, remove the flyovers and replace them with nothing. No, no. We we actually can start building underground. No. Um, I, I that's why I I really suggest you take a look at Paulo Alcazarin's proposal. It's a very easy, well, not not easy, but it's a very simple. Um, fix that would require a lot of infrastructure work. No, um, it, the, basically it's just rerouting um, everything else, and you know you can move you can move all the transportation. In fact, you can have jeepney terminals underground already instead of above ground, and it lessens the traffic uh, that uh, that goes uh, through the area. We all know that there's a lot of congestion there because of uh, the uh, the uh, public transportation that. Is still the, that needs um, to be um, how do I say this? It needs a little bit of fixing, no? Uh, so yeah, it's 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 uh, roads are not necessarily an improvement, okay? Um, but if you talk about public transportation, yes, it is an improvement if we fix our public transportation system. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm just trying to get in the mind of the ordinary uh, commuter who's been brainwashed by you know uh, the status symbol of cars and and motor vehicles but you know you know that i i try to bike everywhere no i know oh, that's I, I why try to bicycle that's why I, I, yeah that's why i, I don't thought i devil i'm trying to be devil's advocate but just to just to i know i'm able to compare experiences because uh um uh, ivan you know i i bike in manila i'm i'm i live here now in malate so i bike to binondo so 
uh, and Escolta. So I have to cross the Pasig. And it's very difficult. You know, I still do it but because I love to bike. But it's, it's, it's difficult. It's dangerous. It's irritating. Nakakainit ng ulo, etc. But I still choose it because it's still more convenient for me than trying to find parking. No? And last year, I was in Paris, Ivan, where I didn't take any motorized vehicle at all because I, it's so bikeable. No, I'm Paris. Oh, yes, you know, yes. you've got you it's, got it's... bike shares. I've downloaded an app where you pay a certain amount uh as amount of euros every day. It's very reasonable. Uh and then you just, you know, you you buy, you rent a bike from one station to another and I was staying I was not staying uh you're probably staying in a very nice hotel, no, in in Paris, but I was I was staying in an, I was staying in an Airbnb in a suburb outside Paris na medyo malayo pero nakaka nakakabisikleta ako araw-araw papasok ng Paris no to the high end part of Paris from this kind of low end part of metropolitan Paris all by bicycle without any in fact you see more of the beautiful yeah, city definitely. so so i i totally get what you're saying and i'm really hoping that you know um we we one day we we'll, we'll have the visionary leaders uh that's going to make this come true but in the meantime uh, you know, you and Paolo and, and others are, are setting this kind of vision. So it's good that we're talking about it right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the bike lanes here are amazing. You see people in suits biking <laughs> here in Paris. Although, of course, mainit sa Pilipinas. It's a very different uh, uh, situation. But uh, uh, the, yeah, biking is a very, uh, very uh, sustainable way of getting around. Um, I think that... Uh, if we do rethink our road system, uh, we have to consider the bikes and public transport. Last priority, dapat ang private cars, private vehicles. We shouldn't be thinking about private vehicles anymore. We should be thinking of how to transport uh, the biggest number of people um, um, as efficiently as possible. No? And, and it definitely is not going to be private vehicles. It has to be public transportation. We have to also allow bikes, no? Mm. I, I wish we could take, do bikes. Yeah, yeah I, I wish we could do bike shares in the Philippines, but it 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 ano eh, up to such a time that meron tayong discipline na hindi nakawin yung mga bikes na yan. Well, certainly, you know, there there needs to be a cultural change, no? Uh, yeah, that's oh. one that's one problem. Another problem that bikers uh, experience uh, almost daily. It binabas binabastos talaga kami ng oh yeah, uh, I, I mga, can see mga that. motorista, no? Uh, it's it we're we're not respected. Anyone small is not respected, no? Kung malaki ka, you know, kahit you know truck driver ka, no? Uh, you know, kahit may PhD ka na kabisikleta, hindi ka irerespeto niya, no? So, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, in, in in Paris and in other major cities in in you know in in Europe and in Japan, halos wala nang helmet, kasi hindi kailangan eh, kasi halos you know there's hardly any risk uh, na mababangga ka, babanggain ka ng uh, motorista because uh, because uh, the road is shared, no? The road is shared genuinely with um, with everyone who needs it. So yung mga kotse, may, they, they have a turn, the bikers have a turn, the, the walkers, the pedestrians have a turn. At lahat yan nirerespeto. When it's your turn, nirerespeto ka. No? Hindi ito survival of the biggest. I've never seen people wear, wearing helmets while biking here in Paris. That is correct, uh, Howie. It's a very safe place. Uh, uh, Europe's very safe for bikers and I think really have to have this uh, paradigm shift in the Philippines that, uh, you know... Um, Things have to change, and it's going to be a very long process. It's something uh, that we can't do overnight. And I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that this incident, this fire incident, is something that can uh, that can be a trigger for 
for all these uh, discussions of how we are able to change uh, the the way we can start. As I said, we can start with Manila Civic District. You know, we can we can talk about how we can um, rethink the area for for the future. It's something that uh, it can be a showcase. And I've always said that Iloilo City is a really good example of uh, what uh, Manila should be she should be doing. And of course, uh, the post office. Um, uh, what what can we do with the post office? I I think that uh, I mean I posted my proposals. My I posted some of them on my um, uh, Facebook page. You no, know, I think the post post office uh, property should be transferred to the National Museum, um, and the National Museum should uh, lead its uh, restoration. You no, know? um, and. Uh, it can be converted into a, a arts and culture hub, um, a center for uh, creative industries. It can become uh, museum spaces, no, uh, that uh, would be accessible to the general public. Ivan, you know, um, of course you're in Paris, so yung unang pumapasok siguro sa sa isip mo, isip natin ngayon ay yung anong ginagawa dyan sa Europa, sa Paris. But dito sa Pilipinas, dito sa atin, ano, uh, there have been some good examples of conservation, uh, visionary thinking, itong sinasabi mo. Maybe not in Manila yet so much, but uh, ako, when I go to Iloilo, parang nakakaingit, yes, no? Kasi Iloilo. I've been going to Iloilo for decades, no? And I remember that river there na talagang punong-puno yan ng debris, ng mga wrecks, ng mga barko, etc. And within uh, within our generation, no? parang nalinis nila, nakapaglagay sila ng promenade. Uh, I understand Paolo Alcazaran was also quite uh, involved there, no? So, Tell us about some best practices that you've seen in the Philippines, you know, to to inspire the the Manilenos to get their act together. Uh, yeah, I definitely think Manila should look at what Iloilo City is doing. Um, they've been able to really bring back, uh, you know, all all these landmarks for the public to be able to benefit from. That Iloilo River Esplanade. Um, is an amazing infrastructure project that has allowed people to walk and bike and run along the river, no? And they, it is continuously being done. Um, it's not just one area, but uh, the entire city. Uh, they, they're slowly by phases um, putting river esplanades, and this can be done in Manila. It can also be done in the Esteros of Binondo. Uh, and uh, all, if you look at uh, old maps of Manila, or these districts were actually. Kiapo is an island, Binondo is an island, no? So we can actually have um, walkways by the Estero so that uh, it doesn't become a garbage dump, no? People actually, it becomes the front view rather than the, the back uh, the back uh, of, of the houses, no? of the structures, no? It should be the front. Um, in fact, uh, uh, in many other countries, the rivers are the frontages, no? Of, of these properties. No? So uh, another thing that Iloilo is doing right is it's cleaning up the plazas, no? Haro Plaza. Uh, they are demolishing that barangay building, the um, the uh, the offices that were built on the on the structure. No? Um, I remember uh, informally Senate President Zubiri saying that he wanted to demolish the park and ride facility behind the Metropolitan Theater. No, uh, I think we should bring back uh, we should bring back the parks uh, in in the area. Mayan, so Mayan Garden used to be a botanical garden, but you know the city of Manila just kept on constructing stuff on it. Um, it 
it now has a university and you know uh, there's 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 that park and ride facility that i think should go as well um and you know that's why i was saying that the flyovers they can go uh and we can we can find another it, it just needs a uh how do i say this uh uh, uh, we just need to rethink how to reroute everything on ground and below ground rather than above ground. Because what we want to do is we want to connect Liwas and Bonifacio to the Metropolitan Theater and everything else without people having to uh, run for their lives. No, uh, it's annoying. just to cross the street in uh, P. Burgos. Uh, it's 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 running for your lives. There's I don't even think there's uh there's a pedestrian. Uh, light or uh, you know to to transfer from the post office to 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 the metropolitan theater and the rest of manila you have to run no and that's that's the that's the uh, tragedy of uh, the whole area this is supposed to be our civic center and it's really centered on uh, vehicles not people i think i think we should start focusing on people when we talk about um, our plans for the area how will um people on foot you no know, benefit from from the area so what's the formula, no? Because you said in Iloilo, there was a rethink and a cultural paradigm, cultural, you know, social, cultural, political shift in the in the paradigm development paradigm. So what what will it take in Manila? Ano bang ano anong anong? Uh, I know this is not an overnight process, no. Pa, pero based on what's happened in the past, and you know, in, in Europe we know that similar transformations have taken place. Uh, I have friends in Amsterdam, no, who said that. Dati, and dumi-dumi rin ang mga ilog doon and then in their lifetimes, nalinis nila. And pe- people in Singapore have said the same thing. No? So, you know, uh, I'm sure there's hope for, for Manila. No? And uh, we, we don't need to look far because you just described what's happened in Iloilo. So, no, what needs to happen for this, for this cultural shift, this, this paradigm shift to happen? Well, you know, it, it's really with the leadership. The leadership has to understand how they can rehabilitate the city um, and um, revitalize the city um, so that uh, it becomes something that is accessible to everyone, no? not just the um, private vehicles. I, I, I don't want to say commuting public because uh, there might be a, a misconception that uh, you know I'm talking about private vehicles, but I want to focus on the private vehicles. We need to... We need to stop focusing on uh, on them and focus on how we can uh, transport people around. How to make you know how to make Manila walkable again. Um, you know you know that stretch. I I, I heard that 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 stretch from uh, uh, of uh, in, of uh, Padre Burgos uh, in front of the National Museum. It's uh, it's a little bit uh, sketchy to walk in that area. Not many people walk there. Uh, I've seen it. No, uh, not not that many people walk in that area. I think that, uh, uh, in fact, uh, I'd go as far as saying that we need to get rid of that golf course around Intramuros and uh, convert it into a public park um, as well. No, we should remove that wall uh, that uh, that was built uh, from the pedestrian uh, from the sidewalk, no, to to the golf course. In fact, um, uh, we Paulo has been suggesting that. Uh, we should bring back the moat um, in around Intramuros because it's going to be a flood mitigation strategy. No, so when when it floods in Manila, the water goes into the into the moat rather than it lingers uh, in every other place around the uh, around the civic center. No, so 
uh, I I know I know there are a lot of avid golfers out there who who you know who might uh, feel now you know that's that's our golf course, but I think that uh, there would be better use for it um, as a public park and as a um, catch basin for flood water. You know? um, it it you know if that's that's what I'm saying. We just need we have to rethink uh, and change our mindsets really and start focusing on the public and not just a few people who can afford a drink or uh, who who can afford to play golf or who can afford to drive a car you know um, we really need to rethink our you know our, those 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 paradigms uh, those mindsets that we have uh, so that uh, when we when we create these plans it's really for the benefit of a larger, a uh, group of uh, Filipinos, the general public, rather than rather than just a few people. So, um, it's leadership. No, uh, we need we need the city of Manila to really see that they need to put their foot down and say that uh, you know um, we want a livable city. We want a city where you know people can walk and uh, you know people can just sit down in front of uh, the monuments and then you know, uh, city hall should be uh, more. How do I say? Relaxing to 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 visit outside. We can do some parks where there can be some benches. No, it 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 it. Ano, eh? if, if we have that kind of vision that uh, Iloilo City had, no, um, I, Manila really needs to look at what Iloilo City is doing. And you know the bike lanes. You've seen the bike lanes in Iloilo, no, especially with the new roads. Yeah, this Esplanade, uh, and they're yeah, and they're what they're doing there in Iloilo is they're planning and building uh, with in- inclusivity in mind. No, hindi hindi ito yung guguhit kalang na pahabol na guhit para sa bicicleta. Uh, they have like they have uh, exclusive uh, lanes just for for bikes, and that's the way you do it. That's the way modern societies are doing it now. No, hindi uh, you see it everywhere. You see it in Japan, Taiwan, uh, everywhere where you know. Bicycles are not just for recreation; it's it's for for transport. But you know, we want to let you go now. We know you're busy. Uh, Excited, pakinggan itong mga uh, kinikwento mo. Sana makita natin to mga pagbabago, no? Na nayan sa lifetimes natin. Uh, we want to thank you, Ivan, for your time and for this advocacy and uh, vision. Uh, Dr. Ivan Inares, Heritage Advocate, UP Professor at uh, Secretary General na UNESCO National Commission of the Philippines na nag-aaten ngayon ng mga uh, uh, meeting dyan sa Paris, France. Mabuhay ka and uh, have fun <laughs> in Paris while you're there. Thank you so much for your time. Maraming salamat, Howie.